This is Allie, your wedding photographer. And this is Maddie, your bridal hairstylist. This is a wedding planning podcast brought to you every Wednesday. We've come up with everything you need to know about planning your wedding so that everything is in one place. Including all the inside tips and tricks we've learned over the years. Welcome Welcome to to Win in White. talking about when to get married. Any day out of the whole dang year, we're going to narrow down what is best option for you. It's going to be fantastic. (laughs) Whether you like getting a sunburn or you like shivering in the cold. Or just chilling in the smoke if you're in Reno because nowadays our summers are basically just fire season, which freaking sucks. That's a great point. And yeah, <laughs> we'll absolutely dive into that. Absolutely dive into it. So, okay, when did you, what what day did you get married on? June 21st, baby. Oh my God, and I was June 4th. So we were mm-hmm. both a very on season. Were you a Saturday? Friday. Oh, I was a Friday as well. Okay. I love this so much. I think that it's really special because today we're going to dive into not only the season, we're going to narrow down to the month and then narrow down to the day of the week and all the benefits. Oh yeah, get those wide eyes, Allie, because I got all the research for you. Damn, she's got a lot of research, guys. (laughs) Shit. Okay, so essentially the on season is from about June to about October. Okay. Um, For photographers, that's really when things are in full on swing. I love that. See, because for a hairstylist, or at least maybe for me, and I don't know if this is Reno or just cut random for me, mine I would say is like June, maybe like July, August actually to like November. See, I would consider like... So, like, October is when things start to drown out. There's mm-hmm. still weddings. Oh, yeah. I did a wedding every weekend in October. Especially living in Tahoe. Mm-hmm. Tahoe is a year-round destination for definitely. weddings. So, there's definitely still a lot. But the amount of inquiries vastly diminished for mm-hmm. the time from, like, after October. So, like, September through December. Okay. Wait. The, I got my months out of order. <laughs> November through December. Yeah. No, that was like January, February. (laughs) Let me just pause for a second to count through the months really quick. That's okay. Seriously, when I have brides inquire sometimes, they're like, I'm getting married 6-5 of 2022 or whatever. I'm like, 6, is that that June? Is that July? (laughs) That that could be May. (laughs) It's really rough. I know. I get you, girl. Yeah, it's a little rough. (laughs) <laughs> but yeah, November, December is down season months. And mm-hmm. then January through it picking up in May, like yeah. I would say like November still has a decent amount of weddings. There's just less. Yeah. And like May still has a decent amount of weddings. There's just less, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but really like December is fairly dead. Yeah. January is fairly dead. I feel like that's the time that everyone's kind of, you know, getting ready for the holidays and everything anyway. So they're like, I don't want to plan a wedding. Getting engaged. Yeah, exactly. That's the time to get engaged. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have a question for you. In 2022, have you had an inquiry yet for February 22nd of 2022 yet? Ooh. To 22, oh. oh, that's a good one. I have not. I have not. You need to. Again, off season, mm-hmm. you know? So it's a little... A little less busy, but yeah, I'm sure those are going to come around. Yep. 
I sent my bride that day your your info, so. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> Hopefully she reaches That's out. like next month, so that's a little uh, soon. Yeah, well. <laughs> Hopefully she has a photographer Hopefully. already. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but okay, so what is the benefit of getting married during the on-season? I think that on-season is going to be really great for the weather. One, that's probably the most important, especially in Reno. I think that June's probably your most predictable weather. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that, so weather for sure. I think that summer break is great for people with children. And I think that all around it's just a more common time and it's just a prettier season. I agree. I mean, obviously, we got married in the same month, mm-hmm. even. So, like, we're same headspace. Yeah. The downside, like, yes, you have brilliant weather. But in Reno, Tahoe, it also gets really hot. Mm. So, the downside is, in June, you might get a sweltering hot day. Yeah, that's so true with the weather. I mean, God, in Reno, you could have a rainy June. You literally could have anything. And in Reno, weather is a little unpredictable. Mm-hmm. But typically, I feel like if it does start raining, it's gone in 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so, that being said, I mean, realistically, no matter when your wedding is, you probably should have a backup plan for if the weather is bad. Yeah. Um, and that also speaks to smoke because in Reno, Tahoe, we've had the fire seasons that have been really bad the last few seasons. Yeah. Um, and this last year, they shut down all of Tahoe because yeah. of it. No, I, I remember I had three weddings canceled because of the fires because mm-hmm. they were outdoors. The fire almost actually burned down one of the most beautiful locations in Reno. It's the hideout. I don't know if you knew about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually got so close to the hideout or in Reno, in Tahoe, I apologize. Um, and so it was kind of a scary month. Yeah. Yeah. Now that was, I would say fire season and smoke really kind of sets in around August. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it sticks around until like October. Yeah. And then in October it starts raining, snowing. <laughs> Yeah, and then in October, I think we got our first snow, like, the first weekend of October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's really important to just keep in mind that no matter when you get married, the weather will play into it. Whether you have predictable weather or unpredictable, there's always the chance that it might rain. There's always the chance that it might be way too hot. There's always the chance there could be smoke. So have a backup plan. Yes. But that being said, a huge pro of on-season is obviously the weather. Now off season maybe you like a little rain maybe you like a little snow Mm -hmm, maybe you really want to have like a christmas themed wedding it'll be like nice winter wonderland yeah that would be so beautiful Mm -hmm. i've seen photos of it and it's it's stunning i mean you as a photographer like getting those photos in the snow like i bet that's such a fun different dynamic for photographing a wedding correct yeah everybody really wants like the brilliant, like, beautiful sun and, mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. They want, like, the the nice blue skies that Reno has and Tahoe has. Yeah. Um, but I love when a couple is like, no, I kind of want the gloomy. Yeah. Like, like, I had a wedding last year where they did want that. They wanted it to, they, they honestly, God, like, they wanted it to snow. Yeah. Well. It rained. Okay. It drizzled a little, so we almost got there. Mm. Um, it had snowed, like, the weekend before, so they were a little pumped. <laughs> But they they wanted it to snow, and it was, like, honestly beautiful. The lighting is gorgeous when it's cloudy. Yeah. So I'm a huge fan of the weather for for, uh, weddings. So, like, off-season is kind of nice. And another huge pro to off-season is the price. I agree. And before we dive into pricing, I wanted to ask you, as a wedding photographer, do you notice that it's actually harder in winter to get 
the longevity of the the sun in your photos because the sun goes down so much quicker? Like, do you find that people end up having to have an earlier ceremony or does that play a role at all? So I was actually going to talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) Another huge pro to like on-season weddings. So again, that like June through Mm October-ish type of type of wedding is going to be that you have the longer days. Yeah. So you have more time to have your wedding, party with your people, all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. more light. You know, everything like that. Um, nowadays, when we're in, like, the darkness of yeah. winter months, you know, uh, in the Reno Tahoe area anyway, it basically is starting to get light about 6.30, 7 a.m. Yeah. And it gets dark at, like, 5. Yeah. It's so, ridiculous. I hate it. <laughs> you know, like, that pretty much means you need to have your ceremony at, like, 2 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And then that essentially moves everything forward in your timeline. Yeah, but maybe that's something you like. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and maybe maybe you just want, like, a really chill, like, hors d'oeuvres and Mm -hmm. not, like, a sit-down dinner type of wedding. Like, maybe you want something that isn't, like, a party and it's more like a tea party. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) So let's dive into pricing because I know you brought that up a little bit. So it's cheaper to go off-season, definitely. I've actually researched that with pricing – not only is it cheaper in off season, but off it's cheaper on um, off days of the week too. Oh yeah, that's why I got married on a Friday. Yeah, so I actually researched um, a lot of different venues, and I actually specifically found one in California that I worked at. It was this beautiful venue that I swear when I worked at, I was like, this venue alone has to be like twenty grand. Like this is insane. It was this beautiful winery. I loved it so much. So I, I had to look up and see how much it costs. So I broke down the pricing. So I can't I can't remember numbers perfectly, but on Saturday, I want to say it was actually only like $10,000 on Saturday, which I say only because it was a really nice venue. I thought it was more anyways. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Saturday, I'm just going to use easy numbers. It was like $10,000. And then believe it or not, Friday, Sunday actually matched up perfectly on the pricing. So I think that's really interesting that Friday and Sunday are the same. Mm-hmm. Even though Sunday's a weekend, you still have Monday being the work day. Exactly. You know, so that's kind of hard for your guests, which we'll dive into guests as well. And, you know, days of the week for guests. But it was Saturday the most expensive, and then Friday, Saturday, or Friday, Sunday, and then Monday through Thursday. So Monday through Thursday was actually more than half the price of Saturday. Or I'm sorry. I'm, less I, than, I, half, less the than half the price of Saturday. Yeah. Is that insane? Just for a different day of the week, it breaks it down that much. It doesn't shock me. Okay. But it it definitely... Because we consider doing like a Wednesday wedding. Okay. And then Kyle's Kyle's parents were like, Oh, but what if it's the middle of the week? And I was like, guys. <laughs> oh my God, are they going to listen to this? <laughs> Probably not. Okay. Um... If they do, I love you guys. Our wedding was perfect. So I'm glad we did it on a Friday and then we had that whole weekend to party and like Mm -hmm. chill and be with each other. Yeah. It really honestly worked out great. I want to just quick little tip on Friday. I think that is a really special way to kind of celebrate the entire weekend because truthfully, if you get married on a Saturday, you're like, okay, we have Sunday. Great. But Friday, you have Saturday, Sunday, and then maybe you can go back to work. I think that's cool. Yeah. I think it's fantastic. It's a great way to like not take off an extended period Mm -hmm. of time, but still feel like you had a decent amount of time with your new husband or new wife. And then also... Um, if you have guests that were traveling, like, the next day, we did, like, a morning after breakfast. Oh, fun. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And so we got together with anyone who wanted to come and did breakfast and stuff. And um, so, like, that was really cool. Mm -hmm. And there's also ways to plan, like, just different events, too, especially uh, if you're doing something like kind of a smaller wedding, like an elopement-type deal or that sort of thing. And you're staying on season for the most part, um, but you want to try to cut costs. You could do, like, a ceremony, like, Mm midweek and then keep it intimate, you know, keep it, like, immediate family. And then you have a bunch of family that's still coming in and then do, like, events. Like, so say you do a ceremony, like, Thursday or Wednesday. And then you do an event each day, like, Thursday, Friday. And Mm -hmm. then on Saturday, do a reception. And you extend, like, your celebration. And you also have so much more time with, like friends and family. Yeah. Um, so it doesn't really help so much with, like, the cost side of things, but <laughs> it's kind of a cool way to, like, really celebrate and take advantage of having time off and friends and family in town. Yeah, definitely. I love that. So another benefit I want to talk about with having um, off-season, off-days is better vendor availability. Yes. <laughs> By far, because I feel like my Saturdays get booked up so quickly, and so I almost love it when I get a Friday because I'm like, oh, yeah, easy. Like, not a problem at all. Yeah. My biggest issue is that I want to say yes to everyone, yeah. and I'm always so sad when I have to be like, I'm sorry, I'm I booked. hate that. I hate telling people I'm booked. Seriously, guys, we said it last episode, but get on your vendors. <laughs> like, get yeah. on booking them. <laughs> yeah, get on booking them because it's... We want to work with you, usually. Yeah. You know? And and so it's like, if you haven't booked us and your wedding is, like, six months away... And on a Saturday. And on a Saturday. And in prime, you know, June, Saturday. Chances are we're booked. Yeah. Yeah, and it's super sad. So get on that for sure. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, that's definitely a huge pro. You save a lot of money with, like, the venue, but I would say most other venue vendors typically stay about the same. Yeah, I agree with you. I think catering might be a little less expensive, but Mm -hmm. I didn't specifically research that. I could see that, yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. I would, I would be interested to research that. I would say, though, for all of my vendors, because we did get married on a Friday like you, you know, um, everything stayed the same. It was just the, the venue that was a little cheaper, so. Yeah, everything, the venue was cheaper, um, and that was really it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything else was exactly the same yeah. cost. So that's, but like you said, for that wedding, or for that venue in California, You know, if you have a venue that you're like, oh my God, I really want to get married there, Mm -hmm. just like consider the idea of doing it like midweek. Definitely. And then even if you don't have like a intimate ceremony and then a reception a few days later, even if you do everything like on a Wednesday, Mm -hmm. you could still do like day after celebrations for a couple days. I actually think it's really special too. Um, So I don't know if you know, I'm sure you know the Elm, or not the Elm State, I apologize. Um, Oh my God, oh my God, 20 Mile House. Yeah. Does a whole weekend rent. Mm-hmm. So regardless, you have that entire weekend for that wedding. I think that's specifically for their Saturday. You know, I can't be sure, but I think how they do it is the night before and the morning after for renting that venue. So I think that's cool that you can have that, that space for that long. Yeah, definitely. And I, I think it's definitely something to like think about and take advantage of. Um, because if you are trying to figure out a way to create a smaller budget or stick to a budget or that sort of thing, like definitely getting married off season and on an off day is going to save you a good amount of money. Mm -hmm. And that'll open the door for you to have other vendors that you, you know, maybe were thinking were out of budget 
now they're suddenly in budget. Definitely. I love that so much. Cheers to that. (laughs) So with vendors, that's a really good pro. Now with guests, the con... No, it's a huge con. (laughs) The con typically is going to be days of the week. People are working and... A lot of people don't want to take time off work. Mm-hmm. And these people love you. I mean, gosh, it's your wedding. Of course they want to be there. But that's hard. Some people have a limited amount of vacation time that they can take per year. And some people just can't get the time off. Yeah. You know, like they might put in the request, but depending on their their company or business needs, like they just can't leave. Yeah, definitely. And I would say that also kind of extends to um, on and off season too, because if you're off season around Christmas time, they might also not be able to get time off. Mm-hmm. Even if you say they have to travel, mm-hmm. you know, and you're having a Saturday wedding and they have to travel on a Friday, they might not be able yeah. to get that Friday off. That also just brought up the point of traveling in winter. What if flights are delayed? So or what if you can't get over the pass? Like, oh yeah, my God. Exactly. And that's another thing to think about too. Anytime you have an off season wedding, weather could play wreak havoc not only on your wedding day but also for your guests Mm -hmm. so it's definitely something to consider and i would also say consider where your venue is in proximity to where your guests are staying i love that like if you're blocking rooms somewhere at a hotel or that sort of thing keep that in mind because if they need to say like your guests are staying down in reno Mm -hmm. and obviously you can't tell your guests this is where you have to stay like it's their choice But if you block rooms down in Reno, but your wedding's up in Tahoe and you're getting married in December, it gets really icy and really snowy over the, like, three different routes to get back to Reno, four Mm -hmm. different routes. Yeah. So I would just be very wary of that and just, like, keep that in mind when you are booking an off-season. No, I think that's great. So I think we have some really like good pros and cons. I want to touch on another pro because I'm a total dork and I love it. Well, actually, you know what? I'm going to say a pro and a con. Okay. Specific for the bride, um, you know, and groom as well. But I think that a pro, more so for yourself, is really fun dresses. Yes. Really fun ideas of like the fur wraps and everything like that. I think that's really cool. You can kind of make it so um, unique for Mm -hmm. your day. I think that's awesome. You can change it up. I think a lot of bridesmaids typically have like, you know, simple neckline, long skirt, you know, for their dress. But maybe you can do something special for them, like a little different. I think that's really cool and a really good chance to change it up for off season. Um, on the fault side, or on the negative side, um, as a hairstylist, weather plays a role in how your hair will hold. Of course, every hairstylist works their hardest to make sure that your hair stays with wind or weather, but I'm sorry if your hair gets wet, hairspray's not going to hold your hair. <laughs> if your hair gets wet, it's going. You can only do so much. You can only, thank you. You can only do so much. Yeah. So I think that, like, honing in on, like, the bride and how they're dressed and how they look, there's pros and cons. Yeah. And I would say too, like kind of going into the dress a little bit more. Um, I have seen brides in off season shivering outside Mm, in their strapless dress because they wanted the strapless dress and I totally get it. Oh yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. But then you're standing there like shivering, like trying to get through family photos and you don't have anything that you want to put on because you just, you wanted the strapless dress. Yeah. You don't want to wear 
a blanket or a coat or whatever. Yeah. You know, so just kind of keeping that in mind too. Like you, if you are going to get married in the off season and it is cold and you do have a strapless dress, you will be cold, Mm -hmm. you know, and there will be like family photos take like an hour depending on your family, you know, so you will be outside for an extended period of time. Yep. Now, one of my brides back in, gosh, it would have been, I think it would have been November. She got married at Squaw Valley and it snowed on her day. And I'm pretty sure there's this really great photo of her though with a really nice wrap, um, like a, like a fur wrap. And it was just absolutely stunning. So beautiful. So yeah. And I think that that's a really cool point too, because Mm -hmm. like you were saying, there are so many unique ways Mm -hmm. to have like accessories that complement like your wedding dress for like the colder months. Yeah. You know, you just have to like acknowledge that it's going to be cold. So why not embrace it? Yeah, definitely. So I'm actually, this is really funny and kind of off topic, but I'm a really big shoe person. I love love shoes. shoes. I love like, so I'm a very, I'm a very bland woman. <laughs> um, I love like a jean with like a black t-shirt because I'm just like basic and boring, whatever. But I love me like a really fun shoe. Like Converse is coming out with really awesome, like funky shoes and it's just epic. But anyways, I think that you could do like really cute snow boots or something like that in the snow with a wedding dress. Yeah. Or you could do, gosh, I mean, even on season, you could do like really pretty sandals too, but specifically like it's shoes. Like rather than the wrap, something you'll see, like you can take that and get everyone like cute snow boots or something like that. Yeah. Like all your bridesmaids and stuff. I know. And that's such a cute gift and it's useful for the Mm -hmm. day of, and it's useful for future things too, which we all know. I am a huge fan of what I can reuse. Yes. So. And I'm sorry, but I have so many robes in my closet from being a bridesmaid. (laughs) Yeah. Love me a bridesmaid's robe. I'm not going to complain too much about it. They're wonderful. I do use them. But like snow boots? What? I love that. Yeah. Um, okay. Kind of change the subject here, but something else I wanted to talk about. Okay. If you get married during the on season, so again, that like June through October time, chances are you're going to hit a pretty good weather time for wherever you might want a honeymoon. Oh my God. I love that so much. Mm-hmm. Something to keep That's in mind. amazing. Yeah. So for example, we went to Costa Rica for our honeymoon mm-hmm. and we again got married at the end of June. We left after we got married like four days later. Yeah. Um, and it was the beginning of rainy season, which is technically their off season, which is good for us because prices were lower, mm-hmm. but it was just the rainy season. Yeah. So it probably rained like twice while we were there and we were there for like two weeks. Wow. So it didn't really rain. Yeah. That's and amazing. we might have we might have gotten lucky, but we, it didn't really rain. It was absolutely gorgeous and we had like a fantastic time. Plus it was a little cooler than it usually is in the summer months. Okay, cool. So I think you should also keep that in mind, especially if you are a big like honeymoon person. Yes. Okay, well then to add to that also, because you just totally spiked my interest and hopefully you spiked other people's interests, um, bachelorette parties, bridal showers. I mean, how Mm. many women want to go and wear a cute white bikini on a beach for their bachelorette party? And typically bachelorette parties are what, like maybe two months before the wedding? 
I did ours two weeks before. Oh, fun. Okay. I did mine, like, the week of because it was just, like, a super simple, like, one-nighter thing. Mm. But... I know a lot of people typically do, like, a two, maybe, like, a month to two months beforehand. I could see, like, a month. I feel okay. like any sooner. I I wanted to do it close because okay. I wanted it to be, feel like, like a... Yeah, bachelor party. Yeah, yeah. And we did a combined party. Okay, that's fun. Um, well, we can talk about this in a yeah, later Yeah, definitely. But, but, yeah, um, I feel like a month makes sense, though, because you detox everything mm-hmm. within that month. So by the time the month's up, you're probably glowing again yeah. and you're good to go. Yeah, definitely go hard for that one weekend. <laughs> but so if you're having a wedding in December or January, odds are honeymoon and bachelorette party are going to probably be around the same time frame. And you're putting your honeymoon, or I'm sorry, you're putting your bachelorette party in, like, a cold season and, like, totally fine if that's something that you want. Maybe you want to go, like, chill at a cabin and enjoy that with your girls or whatever. Like, yeah. so fun. Or if you're but a big skier. Very true, very true. Like we said, we'll definitely touch on all these things in the future dates. But, you know, if you want to wear your cute bathing suit out in, you know, California... Maybe that won't happen in December. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's very dependent on, like, where you are and then also where you go. Yeah. Like, if you're asking your bridesmaids to, like, travel for your bachelorette party and maybe you're going down to SoCal or maybe you're going to, like, Florida or something like that mm-hmm. or, like, maybe you're going to Mexico. Yeah. Like, that would be so fun. That would be so awesome. <laughs> like, you obviously don't need to worry about that quite as much because it's always generally sunny and nice yeah. and warm. But if you're staying in the area, and I feel like the majority of people do, then Mm -hmm. that is definitely a good thing to consider. Yeah. So I think this is really also interesting to touch on dates of the wedding, but dates of like, okay, so you have your wedding in off season, that's going to be harder for guests to get out to you. But that also probably means, like I said, that you're going to have a bachelorette party in an off season. That's also asking those people that are going to go to the bachelorette party to, you know, request time off in that time frame too. So that might be harder. So you have to look at it as you're, it's not just your wedding that's in off season. It's like the final steps of the wedding process are in off season too. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's definitely like a really good, good, good thought. Um, Shoot, I had a thought, and then I lost my thought. No. It'll come back. It'll come back. It always does. At, like, a bad time. (laughs) I love it. She's just going to interrupt me, like, midway. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. I figured it out. (laughs) That's awesome. Well, no, I think we touched on some really good points. I mean, what other pros? Like, let's kind of just recap for now of some pros and cons of off-season and on-season. Like, just a quick recap, and hopefully that jogs your memory again. Okay, so pros for on-season is going to be the weather. Definitely. It's going to be the most predictable during the on-season. Definitely, and I also agree with having um, your guests are going to be more likely to be able to be there. Yeah, <laughs> your guests will probably be there. In off-season, if you don't, like, on the flip side of that, if you want less people to come, <laughs> you're probably going to have less people oh, come. <laughs> um, vendors, and, too, are more likely to be available. Vendors are more likely available in off-season. Um, and there was something else about off-season that I was just about to say. So, like, vendors, guests... Uh, might not come as much, but if you really want, like, that snowy winter wonderland, you're more likely to get it if you're going off-season. I think that 
going off season gives you that like uniqueness already you can just like run with the uniqueness of like having an off-season wedding like the outfits the you know mm-hmm. the guest count you know maybe you do just like a total elopement style like winter wonderland it's just already unique it's gonna be great yeah, maybe so it's just, like, yeah, like, completely different. Yeah. Um, prices in off-season and off-days are cheaper. Yep. That's a huge pro. A huge pro. Um, and dresses mm-hmm. are probably better in on-season because you can wear whatever kind yeah, you want. Yeah, definitely a pro for on-season. But if you're unique and, like, super DIY or even if you just, like, like adding accessories, mm-hmm. then off-season might be better, too. Yeah, no, I think there's definite pros for both sides. I mean, we both got on-season weddings for certain reasons. Mine specifically was for the weather. Rena's unpredictable, and that was the one that was most predictable for me, so. One thought, too, is that for more of, like, an off-season wedding, um, you are kind of backed up with a few uh, three-day-long weekends. So mm. it is you do have the potential to kind of get married in, like, an off-season I can't remember any of the holidays. Oh, yeah, no, same. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) But you do have the potential to get married in an off-season and on, like, a Thursday Mm -hmm. and then just have Friday off because of the holiday and then have Saturday, Sunday off. Yeah. And then you'd save money probably because Mm -hmm. of Thursday. But venues might also jack it up because of the holiday, too. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind. Definitely. Okay, let's run through the naughty cons now. (laughs) So cute. So on-season cons are it's, like, really busy and it's hard to find vendors. Yeah. The weather... God, I just, like, the weather is, like, so unpredictable. I hate, like saying anything about weather because you just don't even know but it could be smoky it could be way too hot yeah it could be way too hot it could be smoky dresses do weigh a lot depending on the dress you get <laughs> yes very true. you don't realize how freaking heavy it is until you're wearing it for <laughs> eight plus hours we'll definitely talk about that when we get into like picking the dress and the outfits and stuff but yeah definitely think about where you're going like you're not gonna want a winter wonder winter wonderland dress on a sunny beach in Mexico and vice versa. You're not going to want a sunny beachy dress in, you know, Squaw Valley. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So. Um, so more cons of on season are, so we talked about busy. I would also say other people getting married. Friends, if you're at a point in your life, Ooh. you know, where you're, you know, all your other friends are getting married um, you're attending weddings, your significant others attending weddings, like, you literally are gonna be so busy in summer, and, like, if you can plan outside of that, that might help you. It is really hard to be planning, because I had a friend do this, too, like, we were kind of both planning our weddings at the same time. Okay. And so it is really hard to be trying to plan your wedding, and, you almost feel like there's a rush to finish, like, your planning and your dates Mm -hmm. so that you get them done so Mm -hmm. that you can, like, say, okay, well, these are the dates that I have locked in. Yeah. What are the dates you have, you know? Have you seen Bride Wars? Yep. Okay, so there is a perfect example (laughs) for a date that was completely taken. That sucks, you know? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I think there's a lot of pros and cons to, like, each season, season, each day. Mm -hmm. And at the end of it, you guys really just need to sit down and, like, talk to each other, communicate with each other, and really think about what you want. Like, is it more important to you to save some money? Is it more important to you to wear the dress you want to wear? Mm -hmm. Is it more important to you to have good weather? Yeah. No, I love that. I think that's great. And, I mean, I think a lot of our episodes and a lot of our planning techniques are going to come back to 
taking the time to sit down with your fiance and talking to them about what you guys want together as a couple, I think is like obviously like most important, dare I say, like our motto for when and white is just like, maybe not our motto, but just like a really key point is come back to just being with your fiance and talking about like what you guys want together. Yeah, exactly. Like, don't try to do it all by yourself. Don't just take our word for it. Like, talk to them. Try to figure out a day that really speaks to you guys and really makes sense for you guys. Mm -hmm. Because at the end of it, like, that's what matters. Yeah. And what matters is also that you're on the same page. And as long as you guys are there, then the wedding's still on. (laughs) Yeah. I, like, I feel like there is nothing worse than, like, planning a wedding. You know it's probably going to be cold and you're okay with it. And then your fiance is there and they're like shivering and freezing oh, and they're like so, so upset about the weather. No. <laughs> like you guys have to get on the same page. Yeah, definitely. But hopefully this helped kind of narrow down a date. Oh we goodness. are so excited to hear about it. <laughs> and if you have any questions about dates, feel free to DM us. We're always here to answer any questions on When in White podcast on Instagram. And I'm Allie Roseco. And I'm Madison Kate on Instagram. You can also message us and ask us any questions you have. Or just keep us updated on how you like the podcast. Please like, comment, subscribe. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. All the things. All the things. <laughs> and if you guys could leave a review if you're loving it, that would be amazing. We thank you for all your support. Please keep listening in. We're so excited for next week's episode as well. And we'll talk to you soon. Have a great Wednesday. Bye.